What up? This is John. I'm here with my brother, my boy, my man, Christian Moore, also known as Pseudo Jam. <laughs> oh my goodness, I forgot about from the last one. Hey guys, what's up? How you doing? I'm doing good. I don't know if you're asking me or the viewers once again. <laughs> Everybody, bro. Everybody matters. Yeah. Last episode went pretty good. Uh, we got like an hour out of that sucker. Yeah, okay. We went for an hour and 20 minutes, and then we're like, that is so long. So then we um, shortened it down to Yeah, I trimmed it down hour. to an hour. That's so long. Yeah. Yeah, dude. You're a pretty long boy. I am a long boy. Six, what are you, four. like six four? Holy six four. No. Last time I checked, he was six three. That means he grew a whole inch. When's the, the last, last time year? you checked? I've been six ago. four for like a year. But like before that, you were six three. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of being tall, I was. Uh, so I went down to my hometown, California. Um, over, or actually, it was a week ago. So um, went down just to surprise. Uh, one of my good friends, Alex and uh, Allie, and we were there and we were hanging out. And then I was like, oh, my goodness, I need to bring my hoverboard back. So I brought it back in my car. We drove all the way here and I get there and I start riding it and I start riding it all the way around the halls. Um, and it was it was super awesome because I would go into random people's dorms and they'd be like, how tall are you? And I'm like, uh, well, with this, I'm six eight <laughs> and they're like oh, that's so cool how Dude, tall you actually christian has been straight zooming on this hoverboard oh i'll, t- I'll tell you another back. story about that because it's pretty crazy um and then so i i get off my the hoverboard and i'm like they're like dang you're tall and these two guys walk out from their room and they're like you ain't that <gasps> man you're tall <laughs> and it was, it was cool to like stand next to them because i felt really tall oh yeah but um John was saying that I was zooming and so and boy he was so basically here's the thing um it was Tuesday night oh yeah we were all studying with uh, um with my roommates and we're like we need a break we've been studying for like multiple hours now going over all these flashcards and I was like I really want to ride my hoverboard around the building again so we're on our floor and Rudy uh, gets his stopwatch and he's like all right fastest time around the floor wins <laughs> so justin starts did you not know about this i didn't you didn't yeah tell me, justin starts and he zooms and he goes so fast around the building just around our floor actually but kind of around the building well see that's funny because you gotta be like careful so you don't fall off right because you're in the hallways and like people open their doors and they like watch you go by <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um he goes by and we have to open the doors for him so he can have a smooth exit or and through the doors and out the doors. Um, and his time was a minute 46 and he was going fast. I was like, dude, I'm not like, I'm not too sure I can do that. I, I hop on that and I start going and I, there's a point when you're on the hoverboard where did you eat it? No, no, but there's a Good. point where it goes dee, 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 like, yeah, you're, cause you're, like going, you're, going you're going too, too far fast. and too fast. And you're about to fall off. I was riding that line the whole time. Minute 06. Well, I no wiped way. the floor. And then we got this uh, this one guy who's never ridden before. And he wanted to hop on. And we're like, all right, first got to see if you can actually ride it. And after a second, he got the hang of it. And he went 
took him, uh, I think, four minutes and 30 seconds to get all the way around. He was going so slow. It was awesome, though. Dude, I'm glad you're good at the hoverboard. It's kind of a... I think it's I a think talking your, point. Your height has something to do with it. Yeah. Just like, you know, the center of gravity, it leans farther forward when you lean forward, you know? It like I guess so. Just cuz you're taller, you know. Maybe. But I feel like low center of gravity would be good in this scenario. No. That's for stability. Yeah. Exactly. You a have to be very boy, stable. A long boy like you is for speed. <laughs> but I lose all my stability. Ka-chow. I am speed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, uh, another thing we did, we went to Vlad's Barbershop today. Oh, man. Shout out, Vlad. We love you. Vlad's um, Barbershop. He's on Instagram, if you guys want to follow him as well. Yeah. Quality hair cutter. Quality barber. I shouldn't say hair cutter, because he is a Okay, barber. he's much more than a barber, though. Okay, explain this. To he me. owns seven houses. Wow. Um, he's an absolute madman. Mm-hmm. He rides a hoverboard Just like as me. well. Yeah. Sometimes he like he doesn't want to walk. He's got to get around faster, you know. So yeah. uh, he'll roll into the barber shop talking on his Bluetooth, of course. And uh, he's got a very thick Russian, potentially Czechoslovakian or Kazakhstanian accent. We don't know, but it's powerful nonetheless. His name is Vlad, short for Vladimir, I assume. Vlad. Um, and he also <laughs> he wears this. Button sh- button down shirt. Yeah, but he doesn't button it. He's got no like the three buttons at the bottom. Maybe are buttoned, but the rest just no like need lets for his those chest buttons. hair protrude out. Super nice guy though, and he he really does. He cuts your hair well. It's like, it's a power move. It's dominance for sure. Yeah, my hair looks good though. I your think hair, Christian, you don't even need to compliment yourself because your hair looks amazing. All right. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was a good time, and then I was like. So, I hadn't seen him on his hoverboard yet, uh, but John's like, yeah, he has a hoverboard. And I, I asked him, I'm like, you have a hoverboard? And he's like, yeah. He's like, if I want to go to Popeye's, I'm not going to walk there. I'm too lazy. <laughs> so, I just hop on my hoverboard and I go down there. He's like, I just hop on my hoverboard. Like, I can't, I can't even say it. His accent's hard to replicate. I, I hop on the hoverboard. There you go. <laughs> uh, Christian, what's the fact of the day? Oh, I don't think you're prepared for this fact of the day. Oh. Fact. Fact. A newborn blue whale gains about 200 pounds a day for the first year. Holy moly. (laughs) Talk about a unit. Okay, like, do I read that again? I don't even weigh 200 pounds. Neither do I. (laughs) I'll read that again. Fact. A newborn blue whale gains about 200 pounds a day for the first year. Thank you for that. Does the um, deep voice help that? I think it made it more believable because at first I was like, no, nah, you're lying. But when it's, you said it that way, I was like, oh, you're right. <laughs> it's a fact, bro. Yep. Um, wait, two, like, okay. Two, zero, zero, 200 pounds per day well, for the first okay. year. They gain mass, bro. Yeah. Lots of mass. And I don't know how they... they Talk about bulking up, though. Like, are they keto or what? (laughs) They must be going keto if they're trying to bulk up. For sure. Uh, I wonder if it's mostly muscle or if it's just, like, fat. Blubber. Blubber. Christian, what are your thoughts on heights? So I was telling Natasha about this earlier. I was like, you know, I really like heights because, like, 
they just oh. give me like a sense of freedom so i always like climb up on things and just like chill up there and eat a salad or whatever <laughs> when do you ever do that when do you eat a salad in a high place okay so when it's salad boy hours <laughs> salad boy hours begin right right i go up any set of stairs i can find go to the highest place i can find look at the highest view and i eat my salad and it's like a new form of meditation sounds like depression it's not depression okay it's happiness you're happy eating your salad salad boy hours that's not necessarily bad but anyways we're not talking about the salad we're talking about the height i love heights me too dude love heights yeah um um i've always just been an adrenaline junkie Mm -hmm. so heights have been always fun for me like when we went cliff jumping that was like really okay cliff jumping yeah from when we went uh in nasimeno was like that was awesome that was so cool but that like actually like made me nervous i was like thinking for my for a second that like i wasn't gonna do it you weren't gonna make it no i was gonna <laughs> no just that what i was you scared of it? i don't know it was just like in that moment i was just like this is really high but then i like did it and i was like that was so cool and i wanted to just do it again you know yeah and it, it's like I know a lot of heights, it's just, like, looking down is more mental than actual physical in that sense. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, climbing to the top, physical, obviously, but when you're at the top and you're about to jump, that's definitely mm -hmm. mental. Do heights give you, like, the sense of freedom that they give me? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know. Do you, like, do you do the same thing where you kind of just want to chill up high? Yeah. I mean, I do that every day because I'm taller than everyone. (laughs) All right. Um, <laughs> like, I guess I'm. Am I always chilling just a little bit more than you? Because <laughs> I'm just a little taller. Dang, that's kind of sad. I wish you didn't say that. I'm sorry, dude. Christian, do you think aliens exist? Aliens? Um, no. No. Explain yourself. I don't know. It's just like maybe not in the sense of like they're green. And they're going to come down in a UFO and suck us up via, okay. like, you just start floating towards the hovercraft or whatever. Um, but Tractor beam. Yeah. <laughs> you're just, a cow suddenly just disappears and you're like, the aliens are here. <laughs> That's what it always is. <laughs> um, what about you? Uh, I don't think that they're like that kind of alien like that invades earth or whatever i honestly don't even think that they're probably intelligent they're probably just like little orbs of muscle floating around in some ocean on a planet that's like eight million light years away you know it's like not that interesting it's not that cool to find but like maybe we've already found it but we just have stereotype stereotypes that are like what if like on other planets the rocks are alive but they don't follow like our normal definitions of what being alive means. And so we didn't think that they were alive when we thought about them. Right. What if they're aliens on this planet and they're just rocks? Just rocks. And the rocks are like alive. Yeah. I'm trying to imagine a rock like eating right now. <laughs> but they don't have mouths. Or do they? <laughs> or do they? They've been hiding the mouth the whole time. Do you believe the core of the earth exists? Oh, uh, yeah. What if it's just like hollow and there's just like a bunch of rocks 
that are like alive and they all like dance. Oh my god. They like sing and dance and stuff. That'd be cool. I don't I think about that all the time. I just wonder if it's really hot in the center because it's the furthest point away from the sun. Wait, wait, say that again? (laughs) What? (laughs) I just wonder if it's actually like hot in the core because it's the farthest point away from the sun in the earth. Well yeah, that's like the question. Like Is it actually hot down there? Well, I mean, there's like magma and stuff that comes out of volcanoes. Yeah, but if you go farther than that, oh, like farther down, like the center. The center is supposed to be the hottest part of Earth. Well, maybe scientists are just assuming that since it's hot slightly below us, that it's even more hot, like down. I feel like they have some capability to get farther than what you're thinking, though. No, I mean, like, there's like the magma, you know. Um, scientists think that there's like four layers to the earth and at the center of the earth is just like a molten core of iron and that that is why we have a magnet field around the earth but what if that's just what if that's just like the positive energy of the rocks dancing oh my goodness (laughs) (laughs) okay what if here's a better thought they're not just dancing. Have you seen those cages that motorcycle riders go in and they like spin around the cage on their motorcycles? No, I haven't seen that, but that sounds really cool. Yeah, it is. I'll have to show you. So what? That's if what they're doing at the bottom of the those earth. Those rocks just... are on motorcycles just <laughs> spinning around, creating this force that's spinning the earth. There's actually no magnetic poles. Whoa. Okay. I kind of like that idea. So it's a bunch of rocks, rock creatures that are riding motorcycles in a motorcycle cage yeah that is the center of the earth yeah um what do you think rock people culture would be like they would obviously listen to rock i feel like it would (laughs) rock yeah a lot of rock music for sure oh and then i was thinking that the rock people have a very stone cold like way of making expressions you know they're just like hmm hmm and that's like showing emotion, like yeah. Hmm. That's like the most vulnerable you'll ever see. He's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> just, hmm. <laughs> it's just always in a state of contemplation. Just, hmm. I feel like they they have like a lot of. Um, I feel like they have like a lot of walls around their heart and stuff, and that they have a hard time opening up. They to have their a they have a hard heart. Yeah, like a stone heart. You know, like Pharaoh. Like Pharaoh. Are they evil though? Was Pharaoh a rock person? <laughs> My goodness, I like wow. I like this whole rock people culture idea that we've thought of <laughs> because it's just absolutely not true, and it's fun to just fantasize whoa, about whoa, rock whoa. people. It might be true. We don't know. Right. Okay. Anyways, you want to answer some questions? Let's do that. That's a good idea. All right. This is from Allison. What has gotten you to where you are right now? No, that can that's a pretty broad question, so we can break that down a couple ways. Well, okay, so let's start in a podcast setting. You know what I mean? Like where have we gotten from like what's gotten us from where we are as friends to now making this podcast? Yeah. So let's just start backwards and then we'll speed it up as we go. That makes no sense. So <laughs> it'll you'll 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 get on board as soon as I start. Okay. Um so one thing that got us here was we were riding our you were riding your longboard and I was riding my penny board 
to the Grove because that's where we're recording the podcast. Oh, so that actually got us here. Yeah, yeah. So the board <laughs> got us here. That's what transported us to this place. But then on the way to my room, I rode your roommate's board and you rode your own board. Um, and then before that, we were at Vlad's, right? We drove your car to Vlad's and back. Yep. Um, nope. We drove from Vlad's to the Mexican restaurant and back. Oh, dude, Filiberto's was fire today. That was so good. Really quickly, I do weird stuff with my enchiladas. I like to mix my enchiladas. And John usually tells me how I always make fun of him. I am. And today, he was just like, you know what? I'm on board. I'm going to do this. I was feeling the brotherhood. And so I wanted to kind of share that experience with him. So I mixed up my enchiladas. And it was kind of weird, but uh, I'm happy I did it. I don't think I'll do it again. He told me it went from, oh my gosh, you're an idiot, to, no, I, I respectfully disagree. Yeah. Like, so much class. So much so I much clarity that. in that moment. You yeah. Know? Uh, what were we saying? Oh, yeah, and then we were... to get to Phoenix, I dr- flew a plane, and you drove a car. And, and then to get to from, from you to get from Phoenix to GCU, I picked you up. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then like emotionally though, let's see. I guess it required us going to the same school in order for us to become friends. Yeah. And then we hung out. Uh, it required us to make a short film. Oh my goodness. Called Far Too Wild. Too Far Wild. Too Far Wild. Too Far Wild. T O O F A R. W-I-L-D. Check it out on YouTube if you want to cringe. Yeah. And then we made a lot of uh, a lot more stuff that We made summer. another music video that I was kind of... And then fast forward like a year and a half, me and Christian once again joined forces creatively. Uh-huh. And we started making songs. Oh, wow. Over the summer, yeah. We made a song. We released a song. It's on SoundCloud right now, actually. It's called way too fast mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's total roller coaster of emotions i wrote it christian produced it all right natasha natasha asked um how to cook cereal this is important this is a this is a question. real okay okay so first you uh preheat the oven to uh even 349 degrees really and then you boil the milk and then you start to stir fry the, stere- the cereal, right? Okay. Right. But this has to happen at the exact same time because otherwise the reaction won't be correct. Right. And then you uh, throw it in a bowl and you mix it all up. Yeah. So you put the boiled milk and the stir fried. <laughs> stir fried cereal. Stir fried cereal. Boiled milk. Yeah. And then you get the chicken and you put that in. <laughs> Ew, no. You get, the, you get the chicken, you put that in the oven. You make sure that there's some cheese on top of the cereal, right? And then you got your salsa. You mix that in with the boiled milk and the uh, cereal. You have the cheese. Stir fried cereal. Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> and then you put it all in a oven-safe bowl. And you take the chicken out of the oven. You put the oven-safe bowl of slosh fluid into the oven and um, you take it all out and you put it all together now you got yourself a nice uh, bowl of cereal I don't do it that way but you gotta I make sure it cools down though 
I will gladly <laughs> explain how I do it. How do you cook cereal, Christian? Um, so, basically, I like to use – I use a little bit of a higher temperature, um, 800 degrees on my oven. It's, it has to preheat for eight hours. For sure. So I preheat overnight. Um, and by this time, gas is filling up the room, but that just adds to the flavor. So once your oven is preheated for eight hours, um, you want to take your uh, pan-seared Fruity Pebbles. And you, the thing is, I'm picky, so I have to – I pan-sear only the green ones um, and then the red ones and the, um, and the blue ones and the yellow ones. I just – soak for a little while I soak them in cold water um so I have a mix of like soggy and crunchy at the same time mm-hmm. so I put them then in a microwave safe bowl not an oven safe I don't uh, actually I've done I've done oven safe as well I put them in either an microwave or oven safe bowl and I get my milk and I put it in the broiler so it gets crispy, um, and then once I take my milk, I um, I pour my cereal, uh, soggy and crunchy, into the milk into my oven or microwave safe bowl, mm-hmm. and then I turn off the oven, and then I just have my cereal there, and the gas seeps into the the um, the into, into the cereal. Okay, and then you got yourself a nice bowl of Rice Krispies. Even though they're not Rice Krispies, they're Fruity Pebbles. You got yourself a nice bowl of Fruity Pebbles. You know, like how I never even used the oven? <laughs> yeah, that was that was deep, dude. Uh, all right, next question. How to communicate with an elephant seal. Sound impression required. Oh, so the sounds that they make are like... <laughs> that is not true. Oh, what do they make? I, I elephant remember. seals, they go... They burp. Have you ever been to the elephant seals in um I have, near Hearst Castle? Attention For but, like, but that's minute. how they talk. It's how do burp. we talk to them? The same way that they talk. You want to? You want to see how? Hey, what's up? It's. <laughs> I was thinking something more like. That just sounds like a whale. You sound like a whale, dog. Uh, Nick Service asks, what do you love most about yourself? Nick, that is a great question. Thank you. Christian, you can go first. You want me to start? Yeah, yeah. okay, I will. Um, I would definitely say, I don't know, I like my eyes. I, I get a lot of compliments on my eyes, so I'm, I'm going to go with my eyes. Cool. They're just nice. Uh, was that was it supposed to be like a physical thing or was I don't know. Um, what do I love most about myself? I love a lot about myself. <laughs> no flex. Remember, this is a positive vibes only club. Okay, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I really love uh, my sense of humor, and I think I'm the funniest person ever. But that the reason why is because I get all my jokes. <laughs> so like, if any of you are all listening to me and you're like, John isn't that funny. Here's what you gotta do. You gotta just work on getting my jokes, and you will like truly understand me. Um, and I think you'll be better off because of it. 
Uh, speaking of stuff that I do as jokes, but I actually find really fun now, I have learned a crucial trait to life. You want to know what it is? You already know what it is, but you don't know I'm about to say it. No. Hypnotism. Whoa. I have learned how to hypnotize people. So it was two days ago, I was in my psych class, and we were talking about hypnotism and like the different types of hypnotism. And I was like, that is so cool. I've always wanted to be hypnotized because I think it'd be really funny. And then I was like, man, this is something I like don't want to put a lot of effort in to like learn, but I just want to already know it, you know? Um, I would say you've been putting in a decent amount of effort into hypnotism. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Um, but then I like watched an hour-long video on hypnotism and how to hypnotize people, and I started watching it like last night, and then this morning I like watched more videos on it. Um, and I tried it out. On, I tried it out on a few subjects. And what you have to do, there's this thing called induction. So we have our conscious mind and our subconscious mind. Our conscious mind, let's put it in this way, like our outer mind and then our inner mind is our subconscious and you have to bypass your conscious mind to get to your subconscious mind now you do this by talking to people and getting them in a very relaxed state and um, talking to them in like a smooth voice or something and just lowering their heart rate and how they breathe and stuff and it, and it makes them like tired and it makes them aware of their surroundings but more or less unable to like move not in like a paralysis state but it's just because you don't want to move because you're so not relaxed. Lie, i have no idea what you're saying right now that's fine this is me learning and telling you what i've learned about for sure hypnosis so once you're in that really deep relaxed state you're in an, you're in a hypnotic state and you're in like a trance and we're always in a trance a trance is like being fixated on something and so in this case you're like fixated on yourself internally and then you can like tell them i was like hey when whenever you see rudy's lakers jersey shout out rudy again um <laughs> you're gonna laugh uncontrollably and Elise was there shout out Elise, and um they like finally like opened their eyes again and she looked over and she just started dying laughing and it was great it was great i like it i think it's fun Micah Colton asks, have you ever done the do? He's spelling that like D-E-W. I think he's referring to Mountain Dew. He is, absolutely. <laughs> Micah Colton, that is a fantastic question. Thank you for asking. Now, let me just say, I have done the do, the Mountain Dew. Do you go hard on the do? No. But when I'm at yeah. Caleb's house, he's got a lot of Mountain Dew. Okay. So I always drink Mountain Dew at Caleb's house. Shout out, Caleb. Excellent. <laughs> what about you? Do you do the do? Um, I do the do at Taco Bell. Oh, because of the Baja Blast. Yeah, absolutely. But that's like a certain kind of dew. I like the regular dew also. Is Baja Blast a Taco Bell only thing? No, I'm sure it is. No, Baja Blast you can get other places. Are you sure about that? Yeah, positive. I'm about to search it. Oh, it's sold in stores now, but it used to be exclusive. Hmm. Interesting. It's quality. Okay. Well, that was an excellent question, Micah. Thank you. Uh, we're gonna move on to our Shark Tank ideas for the week. Christian, you want to start on this? I do want to start on this. Are you prepared? <laughs> I don't know if I'm prepared. Very like happy that face by you this just idea. Made? I'm very happy by this idea. I'm just going to say it. I'm not even going to give context. Okay. Cars for Amish people. Whoa. <laughs> <shoot>. <laughs> All right. 
So like I'm not talking like carriage and buggy. Yeah. Like horses carrying people. I'm talking about like Flintstones type of Amish. Like we we figure out a way to make cars for Amish people. It's simple. Yeah. That's like a kind of an untouched market. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Um I think my first step to getting there was first seeing if it's okay with the Amish people because their culture should not go unnoticed. Yeah. Um, and then... I think they don't like outsiders. And I think if an outsider tried to make a car for them, they see, might be a little upset about okay, that. Okay, here's the thing. I would just go straight to the Breaking Amish. Have you seen Breaking Amish? No. It's like these people who just like defy Amish culture and stuff like that. Okay. And I would talk to them, and they would be on board, obviously. Um so then I would those edgy Amish people that right. aren't Amish anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would talk to them because they would still have an in, even though they weren't like accepted, they would still have an in and they would be like, Bro, think about this. Cars. Cars. But for Amish people. That's... <laughs> and they would be like, Wow. That would be so convenient. Now I could like drive to work instead of ride a horse, you know, like Yeah. Yeah. That's about all I got. That's a good idea, though. Yeah, because like that's definitely like an untouched market. Yeah. Um. And yeah, they they need to feel the love too. Right, because all cultures matter, especially okay. Amish. Okay, microwave, but reverse. It uncooks your food. <laughs> <laughs> or does yeah. it just spin the other way? No, it doesn't just spin the other way. I mean, it probably would because that's part of the science. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just part of just how it uncooks. Yeah. Does it make things so? Like soggy okay. Have you ever stuck something in the microwave, and you stick it in there for like two minutes, but it had already dethawed for a while, so it was probably best to do it for a minute thirty. Mm-hmm. When you pull it out, it's all hot and rubbery, like, and like Tostinos. Oh yeah. When you put Tostinos in for too long, they explode. <laughs> But those things you know are inconsistent ready. because that's like, how you know those things are ready to eat. Oh yeah, they explode. For sure. <laughs> then, then oh, they, I think I heard my tostitos. Then they burn in your mouth and stuff. Yep. Uh, but yeah, a reverse microwave. It's ingenious. So if you pull out your food and it's all rubbery and disgusting, now you can just stick it back in the reverse microwave and you're good. Okay. Also, the reverse microwave can freeze things because it has a freeze mode. So imagine this, you come home. Just cryo-freezes it? Kind of, but a little different. Okay. So you come home, you're holding a pint of ice cream. Right. Um, and it's melted. Oh, no. Right? Isn't that a bummer? Yeah. Now you got liquid for ice cream? Like, no. where'd my Ben and Jerry's go, right? Right. Where did it go? <laughs> it's like sad and no longer the same positive energy that Ben and Jerry's has, right? Uh-huh. So you stick it in this, and it has a automatic churning is this specifically it. made for ice cream or what yes i mean what else like melts and you have to refreeze it super quick ice maybe you don't really need to churn ice though so okay anyways it automatically like through the science and the microwaves right right it can churn the milk <laughs> so that when it refreezes it's not just a brick of ben and jerry's it's actual smooth ice cream right consistent and then you got your cherry garcia your fish food and it's good right fish food 
That's the flavor, Ben and Jerry's. You haven't had it? No, that sounds disgusting. It's spelled with a ph, so it's like fish food. Oh, it's not yeah. for fish. I, whenever I eat ice cream, I just eat cookies and cream. Oh. So, <laughs> well, anyways, uh, I thought that was a pretty ingenious idea. It is. I like. Okay, question about it though. Do you have to buy a reverse microwave, or can you buy like a two-in-one? Or could it be like? See, for now, patent pending. Oh. So no, because no one's done that yet. But then I can be the only one to release the two-in-one microwave, and everyone across the country starts replacing their microwaves with two-in-ones. You just monopolize the microwave business. Only for it's seven. actually three-in-ones. It cooks, it freezes, and, and it, it churns, and it uncooks as oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah, freezes. I meant uh, uncooks and then churns and freezes. Yeah. Wow. And for the first seven years that my patent is active, I'll be the only one to be able to sell it. You're making trillions and gazillions and bajillions of That's dollars. Right. Um, yeah. Do you want to move on to the philosophies? Um, you know what I've been thinking about a lot lately? What? It's how memory is unreliable. Yeah. If you damage your hippocampus, your short-term and long-term memory could be damaged as yeah. well. I have a friend. Uh, shout out Tyler. Love you, Tyler. Um, he actually has damage to his hippocampus. Oh, wow. And he has poor memory skills. Interesting. He has a hard time remembering people's names if he told you a story already or something. Mm -hmm. um, but he's super chill about it, and you can, like, make fun of him, and it's not a big deal. <laughs> he's, a good, he's a cool guy. Um, but I was talking to him about this. I was like, even a regular memory, right, you can go through your day, and if you believe something was the case your memory might just change. So here's an example. I was walking through the technology building in GCU. I was looking for a study room uh, that I could turn the air conditioning on. <laughs> so we could record this podcast? So we could record the podcast full circle. Um, <laughs> I didn't find a single one, but I found uh, one room that was like kind of quiet, and I was like, oh, this is nice. I checked the reverb. Reverb was pretty good. It was on the third floor of the technology building. Right? That's where my anatomy lab is. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. That's where one of my design classes is. That's dope. Anyways, so there's a nice, quiet study room in the third floor of the technology building. Yeah. I go over to the engineering building to check for any other rooms there. And then I, I start checking the rooms, and they all have air conditioning. And I'm like, wait, shoot, I didn't check the technology building room to see if it had air conditioning, which was the one thing I was looking for, right? Yeah. I was like, the reverb was good. Like, the room was quiet and private i go back to the third floor there are four study rooms in a row <laughs> and i only like my brain like tunnel visioned and only saw the first one and so i only remembered the first room dang that's crazy. turns out they all didn't have air conditioning that you could turn off so oh. so now we're here that's crazy though right like memory is unreliable you can't just go off of what you remember because you only remember what you want to remember until you unlock your subconscious. Until you get hypnotized. <laughs> and then you remember so much more. Yeah. That's funny. Have you ever run into that? Like recently? Can you think of an example? Uh, was studying a lot for tests and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, um, I, oh, I, I got a good one. So Cammy and I were on our way back. Shout out Cammy. But we were on the way back from uh, my house. And we were on a long drive. And I was like, Cammy, will you read me these flashcards so I can study for my test? Because I was driving. 
but I was like, can you do them backwards so I can memorize them the other way too? In the too? wrong order. Um, not just like the definition, definition first. Yeah, definition first, and then the defin or the the term second. Term that goes to that definition. Okay. And I usually had it the other way around, and there were easy ones that I really just couldn't remember because I was so used to that. Oh, and just the order it was, of it. Right. That all of a sudden. But then uh, once you switch it. it up like that, now it's like imprinted in your brain, right? Right. But for that time, I was like transverse plane separates um, superior from inferior. Mm-hmm. And I know that. But if I said separate superior from inferior, I, you would... I literally forgot. I was like, I don't know what plane that is. And then... Whoa. Yeah. And it okay. was just like my mind was so used to, to seeing the one. Another thing about that is like sleep heavily impacts your memory. Yeah. Because when you go to sleep, it like... Because when you go to sleep, it like transfers things from your short-term memory to your long-term memory. Yeah. So if you're sitting for a test and you pull an all-nighter, you're actually going to do worse off than if you um, went to bed, didn't study as much, and actually slept on the information that you collected. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? You know how you figured that out? Because you're in the same psych class as me. Do you, do you have any philosophies? The earth is a circle. The rocks are probably... No. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Um, the rock people down there. I wonder if they have reliable memories. Yeah. Well, they probably do because, like, it's just uh, the structure in the stone, like, literally changes according to what happens. And then that's how they remember it. And then it can be accessed with, like, complete accuracy. Tangent right now? Tangent right the now. The reason we have earthquakes is because the rock people fall off their motorcycles. And Whoa. Crash. Yeah. And it shakes the whole earth. Well, just a section, like, it where they land. It shakes it from the middle and ripples out. That and makes so much sense. Volcanoes start when one of them sneezes. Neil deGrasse Tyson, hit us up. <laughs> we got some things to tell you. Yeah. I think he does space, though. I don't think he does the ground. Not yet, because he hasn't heard our pitch. That's right. <laughs> We're coming for you, Mr. Tyson. Christian, do you have a philosophy for the week? I do, actually. Um, it's not totally thought out yet, because I didn't have much time to prepare. I feel that. Um, what if we were like grains of sand it's very weird humans are grains of sand right but like think about it as like almost in a physical think about it in like almost a, like a physical level of like what if we had no ability to like do anything and we were literally just grains of sand and what if like we were able to see other people living life but we couldn't do anything and like at some point we would be just washed away into nothingness so you're saying maybe the grains of sand are conscious? I don't think they are. But what if you were a grain of sand? But what if you were a grain of sand who was conscious and you got to see other people live their life? Um, I think the grains of sand that you're talking about are just shattered rock people. Doesn't that make so much sense? It does. So some of them like come up through volcanoes and stuff and yeah. then they fall onto the ground and it hurts really bad and it breaks them into little pieces. And then wow. they are sand, and it gets washed up on the beach. And they get to watch all these regular people. Do they know that there's regular people? Here's the thing. Do you know Plato's Cave? I have heard of it, but I don't know it. Okay, so in Plato's Cave, there are people that were born in the cave, and they are strapped to the wall with their eyes facing the wall, right? Yeah. Their whole life is facing this wall, and behind them is the opening to the cave, right? Uh. 
and there are people walking in front of the cave and the sunlight beams in and hits the wall. So all they know is the shadows of the people, right? All they know is like the impression of what the reality outside is like. And so Plato goes on to theorize that if one of these people was taken out of captive and brought outside into the daylight, they wouldn't believe it and they might like think they're going crazy and kill themselves or something. Oh, interesting. So you think that the rock people... So the rock people are in the same position because once they come out of the ground and become sand and watch all the people moving, right? their whole reality changes. But none of the rock people that become sand go back down there. Because they have no ability to go back. So they don't know we exist until they transfer into this sand life. Plato goes on to theorize that maybe that's what life is for us, is that we only see just this perception of reality and it's not the real thing and if someone ever takes us out of captive and brings us out of the cave it's going to blow our mind way too much i feel like that's just seeing god if we see god it's going to be too much for us right so leaving this earth is going to be like way too much like how are we going to comprehend all that because it's going to be so foreign to our concept of reality well isn't it just like a new earth is the well it's also outside the concept of time which is hard for us to understand and probably outside the the dimensions yeah that's so cool though right like i want to know what that's like yeah do you think there are multiple dimensions yeah i really want to think that at least because that'd be so cool yeah there's like other dimensions where like matter isn't the same it's like long instead of round interesting planets are noodles alternate dimension where planets are noodles so i don't know what you mean by that that was a good segment we can move on no i have something to talk about that okay um i was uh talking with i don't remember who it was i think it was tyler shout out tyler um tyler malley okay and he was talking with mr erickson and mr shout out mr erickson obviously and Mr. Erickson was saying, if we were able to see just a little bit more light, I, I'm not sure how like the specifics, but if we were to see just a little bit more, like our field, our field of view in our eyes, or like if we were, if a more light was allowed to travel into our eye, okay, then we would be able to see a different dimension. Or something like that. If Whoa. our eyes were just made differently, just a tiny bit, we would be able to see a different dimension. And like me going like this. Maybe me, maybe he was talking about like a wider spectrum, like including maybe, x-rays and microwaves and stuff like that. Right. And that would mean that if I was to pass my hand through the air just in front of my face, it would be moving through stuff and I'd be able to see my hand moving through a substance or through like... Oh, it's because the spectrum of light like doesn't react on air or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it might be different if we had a different view of light. Yeah. That's crazy. And like a different dimension maybe. Okay. All right, Christian. That was a pretty good podcast. I liked it a lot actually. We're at like an hour right now. It'll probably be a lot less by the time we finish it. We had a few pauses that were pretty long. But that's true. It's good. I it was a different it was a very like laid back podcast. It wasn't as much high energy. Last last episode was pretty like, it was pretty amped. But this one was like yeah, very laid back. This is talk about like, some rocks. Yeah, this <laughs> this this podcast is basically like, shout out Rudy. Like when you're going to bed, Rudy, like turn this on. It might make you fall asleep better. 
Oh, for sure. Or like, you're getting out of the shower, brushing your teeth. Turn this on. 20 minutes to brush your teeth. Just listen. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Well, uh, your name's Pseudo Jam. My name's John. <laughs> uh, we are about head out. About head out. See you guys later. Mm-hmm.